Amen. It's all by His amazing grace. Amen. I was blind, but now I see. Amen. Praise the Lord for uh, that song. And I uh, hope that you are ready to listen to God's word. And I would like to thank my, um, uh, first of all, I would like to thank my uh, OOTB. OD. TD. Okay. Are they Outfit of the day. Okay. Uh, for giving me Madam Josie for this uh, wonderful barong. <laughs> Freshly from the Philippines. Okay. Okay. So thank and praise God for this. And also my siblings has one and my dad also. <laughs> so we praise and thank God for that. And um, hope that you are ready. Amen. And I would like uh, I won't keep you long, as uh, many speakers uh, have been telling us when it comes to the preaching of God's word. But it's a matter of the Holy Spirit, okay, uh, touching our hearts, and what the Lord uh, laid upon my hearts and uh, words. Uh, may the Lord will bless it. Okay, so. May I request everyone to please rise as we read uh, these beautiful passages from the scripture. Matthew chapter 4, verse 7 to 22. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, no, I should say, 17 to 22. Are the title of our message, the church, or the church's witnessing. Okay? So, are you there? Alright, so let's all read together. Okay, uh, from verses, ter uh, verses um, 17 to 22. So let's begin. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were preachers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on the tents, the, another two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. So may the Lord bless the reading of his word, and let's go to, to him in prayer. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, uh, this morning we'd like to thank you, Lord, for giving us this wonderful day, wonderful opportunity once again to study your word. And thank you, God, for thy word that we can, uh, that we have right now, Lord, in our hands, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit in the midst of us, your presence, Lord. And we'd like to ask, oh God, for your forgiveness. From the sins that we committed against thee, cleanse our hearts, O Lord God. Empty our vessel, Lord, so that your word will fill it, O Lord God, with thy blessing. And Lord, help us, O Lord, to understand your word. And Lord, help me, O Lord. Use my lips, O Lord God. Give me the right words to say. And help me, O Lord God, to um, deliver your word, O Lord, with power. And Lord, thank you, God, for who you are. And I pray that uh, if someone here, O Lord God, in, in our midst who doesn't have the Lord Jesus Christ in their hearts, I pray, O oh God, that you speak to his heart or her heart, O oh Lord. And I pray, O oh Lord, that they will understand your word, the plan of salvation, the way to go to heaven. And I pray, O oh God, that you, uh, your mercy will be shown to them in your grace. And thank you, God, for this time. May we enjoy this, um, this moment, O oh Lord God. 
And thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, God, for our salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. You may now be seated. Amen. So, as I have said, um, uh, previous uh, preachings we heard, okay, we heard a lot of messages right now regarding um, um, evangelism. Okay, last Sunday, uh, Pastor Abel and Pastor Sam uh, given us uh, wonderful messages. Amen. Do you still remember the titles? Okay, Pastor Sam, preach. Read each one, reach one. How about Pastor Abel in the morning? You still remember? If you have notes. Yes, reaching out to our lost loved ones. Remember that? Our Judea, okay? Reaching to, to them, okay? We know that it's hard to reach them, especially they know us, they are familiar with us, but we, we keep on praying on them or to them, amen? We keep on uh, witnessing to them, sharing the gospel to them, and we know there is a perfect time that God will give to them to realize that they need the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just keep on keeping on, amen? And also last Wednesday, Brother Bobby shared a wonderful thing, and it's a series, amen? And what's the title? Responding to Jesus' Invitation, okay, in John, uh, in John chapter something, okay? Chapter 1, all right. So we started in what? Seek ye, okay? And then later on, we will hear a lot more of that message. So this um, morning we'll have um, this message, the church is witnessing. The church is witnessing. As we all know here, this is not the first time that they met the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? And um, these men whom the Lord called to follow him, these men already knew Jesus. Okay? He had talked to Peter and Andrew previously in John chapter 1, verse 40 to 42, and had been preaching in the area. When Jesus called them, they knew what kind of men he was and were willing to follow him. They were not in the hypnotic trance when they followed, but instead they were thoroughly convinced that following him would change their life or their lives together. Forever. So, as we can see here in verse 19, and he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. This 10 word command is important to every Christian. Amen? To every Christian. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men of men. It is his constant command to his church as well. Amen? God has given us this great commission, his command to be a fisher of men. It follows his first command in his earthly ministry, the command to repent in verse 17. Okay? Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And we know that repentance is the first step in the Christian life. But it does not end there. Amen? It's not that end here. Okay? In repentance. Next is the command to follow Christ and to witness to others. Amen? To witness to others. 
So we can see also the pronouns in our text. Okay, in verse 17, we can see me, I, and you. Me, I, and you. As the Bible says, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Okay, follow me. Okay, who is that me? The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? The Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, we can see here, Jesus was promising that His person and power in us will result in something different in our lives and in the lives of others. Okay? So the verbs are extremely important too. Follow is the plural verb, which means Christ is calling all of us to follow Him. Amen? He's not concentrating only on His disciples at this time, or those people, but Christ is calling all of us. Those who had the knowledge of God, or saving knowledge of God, amen? Those Christians who knows the Lord and uh, have salvation, in his life, then we have to follow Christ. And you know what? It is a decisive action. You have to decide. You know the song, I have decided to follow Jesus. Okay? I have decided to follow Jesus. It's whether you follow Jesus or you will not follow Jesus. So you have the decision. And hope that after this message, you will have the decision to follow Christ. Amen? I will not uh, go into force you, but it is, no, it is the wonderful act of God for us to know, okay, and it's a privilege to follow God. Amen. So, it is a decisive action. Make means that Christ in us does mighty things through us. Christ makes us soul winners. Amen? Christ makes us soul winners. Soul winners are made, not born. Okay? Soul winners are made. What do you mean by that? Soul winners are made, not born. We are not born to be, uh, we are not automatically know how to soul win. But in the process of time, in the process of learning and training, we can, you know, be use of God to share His message to others. Okay? So the key to be a soul winner is to follow Christ. Amen? Amen. The key is to follow Christ. Following Christ precedes fishing for men. The exciting reality is that every one of us can see this fulfilled in our lives. Amen? Every one of us not only the pastors, not only the deacons, not only the church members or the ladies, okay, the officers of this church, but all of us. If you are a believer, if you are a Christian, and you are saying that you are uh, saved by grace through faith, then we have this command from the Lord to follow Him Amen. and to be a soul winner. So the church witnessing involves Four things, okay? We will be dealing four things this morning and hope uh, it will not take us long, amen? 
because we have a special program later on, amen? And I believe the ladies are so excited about it. And mostly the men, kasi may pagkain. Okay, so, first, we have a life vision. A life vision. You know, in, in Proverbs, we know that, okay? Um, or in the Bible, we have this verse, where there is no vision, the people perish, but happy is he that keepeth the law. Oh, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So having a life vision means that we turn our life's direction over to Jesus Christ. It means that we think in terms of others, not ourselves. It means that life is more than time. Amen? Life is more than time. It is eternity. Okay? Life is more than time. It is eternity. Imagine the salvation that God has given for us or to us. Amen? It is not only contained in our time, but it is for eternity. Imagine that. That's the wonderful gift that we receive from the Lord. It's not consistent in our time right now, but it is for eternity. It's timeless. It means following Christ and learning from Him. We have several things to, to ponder on here. First thing is we learn His vision. We know Christ has His vision. Amen? John chapter 4, verse 35, Say ye not, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are white, already to harvest. They are ready to harvest. We know those farmers, they, they plant seed. And we know that my father is, has the, always has the, the hands that can plant um, oh, green thumb, okay, to plant a lot of uh, plants, okay? So like um, vegetables, right? So he always um, uh, giving me a hint. After Mother says we can plant, okay? Because the ground is not cold anymore, right? So the ground will, will you know, will help the, the plant to grow. But if you will plant it before Mother's Day, maybe your, your plant will not grow that, that big. But I don't know, okay? So, but here we can see after four months, or yet four months, okay? Then comet harvest. And we can see the harvest is, or the, the fields is ready for the harvest. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen? Preach the gospel to every creature. How can we do that? We can go around the world. We can't go. Okay? Maybe some of you can go. Alright? But we can't reach 7 billion people. More than that. We are in 8 billion right now. Most likely. Okay? So, we can't reach by our our own self or our church can't reach that. Seven billion people in the world. But you know what? This is the great commandment of God. Amen? And we can see 
He can use you and He can use others to reach these people. That's why we have missionaries there, amen, at the back. We're supporting missionaries because they can go to different places and reach those people. And we know that if we give to these uh, missionaries, we have some part of it, amen, in sharing the gospel. We're investing for eternity. And you know what? Every testimony, every um, report that we heard from the missionary, they're so thankful for the support that they received from our church. And truly, they are so grateful because it helps a lot in their mission. Amen? And we have to keep on doing that. Amen? By the grace of God. So we learn His vision. God wants to reach people. Amen? God wants to... to, to to, that people will know him and who would go to reach these people. We have to learn his vision. Amen? We have to follow him. And let us be, we'll learn his wisdom and ways. We know the preaching of the Lord. This is the, the Sermon of the Mount in Matthew chapter 7, uh, Matthew chapter 5 to 7. Okay? And we will not read that long passages, but this is the Beatitudes on the first part okay, of his sermon. And we can see his wisdom and his ways. As we live, as um, Christ um, redeemed us, as we live our Christian walk with him, God given us his wisdom and his ways to reach these people. We learn also his spirit on compa compassion, faith, and obedience. He is the perfect example of compassion. Amen? He had compassion on what uh, stature a man has. Okay? Even those poor, even those um, uh, leprous men, even those um, sick men and rich men. He had that compassion to reach them and faith and obedience to our God the Father. We learn His prayer power also. Every time He before he started his ministry, he prayed a lot. Amen? Before he go to the cross, he prayed to the Father. He is the perfect example of prayer. Amen? He prayed. That's why in our prayer meeting, it's important also. Amen? To pray for our church. To pray for our ministry. Thank the Lord for people who prayed for this ministry. And thank God for the power of prayer. Because we have Christ that is giving us power. We learn also His sacrifice. His sacrifice on the cross. He went to the cross in death. He is the grain of wheat that fell into the ground. We know how hard He experienced the death of the cross. How sorrowful He was when He was hanging on the cross. But all of those sorrows, all of those hurts, all, the, all of those experiences that he had on the cross, he did it. He did that for you and me. He just wanted to show his love for you and me. His sacrifice on the cross. We learn also his victory in resurrection power. Amen? Without the resurrection, okay? Of Christ, all right, it will not give us the fruit that He is the Lord. 
but He resurrected. Amen? No one in this earth has resurrected from the grave like the Lord Jesus Christ. We learn His victory in resurrection power. We learn His power, the power of the Holy Spirit. God has given the power to the people through the Holy Spirit. Amen? In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, we know the disciples had that power okay, to speak the truth to the people. Secondly, walang nag-amen. Mukhang gusto niyo pa yung first point. Okay. Secondly, what's the first one? A life vision. Secondly, spiritual responsibility. Spiritual responsibility. Every Christian senses a personal responsibility for winning souls. Okay? We have to experience that. Alright? It is built in and is prompted by the Holy Spirit. Okay? Have you experienced that uh, when you met, meet a person and then who doesn't know the Lord and then the Holy Spirit speaks to your hearts? Oh, you have to share your, the word. You have to, 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 to give it. To give him or her a track. Okay? So, that's the leading of the Holy Spirit. There's a, a man here named um, Dr. C. E. Matthews. Tells of the time he taught intermediate boys in Sunday school. He was a Sunday school teacher. At the time, it had occurred to him that he would win a lost soul. He didn't even know who the lost in his class were. Okay? So it's very important to always share the gospel to, to your students. One day, a class member, 14 years of age, was killed by lightning. Dr. Matthews asked the boy's father, he says, Are you a Christian? He replied, Not a very good one. Then Matthew asked, Was your son a Christian? The question startled the father and he answered, No. I do not. So there stood, neither knowing whether or not the boy was a Christian. That experience brought C. E. Matthew to consider his spiritual responsibility. Responsibility. It is our responsibility to share the gospel. There are six reasons why we know we are responsible. We are responsible. First thing, this is what the Old Testament says. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30, The fruit of the righteous is the tree of life, and he that witneth souls is wise. Do you want to be wise? Then win souls for Christ. Amen? Win souls for Christ. We know uh, it's not easy to win souls for Christ in our time today. Amen? Because there are a lot of distraction, there are a lot of influences, and even doctrines there. Amen. False doctrines, false teachings, okay, false religion, false gods. It's everywhere. Okay, when we speak the truth, they have their own truth. Amen. And we know the absolute truth is the word of God. But the problem is they have another Bible aside from our Bible. So that's a sad thing to, to, to know at this time. But we have to keep on reaching these people. Amen? Praying for them. 
Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 7, So thou, O son of man, I have set thee, thee, a watchman, unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word of, at my mouth, and warn them from me. That's the duty of a watchman. They have to warn those people, okay, for upcoming um, invaders, okay. And when I say unto thee, Wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die, if thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at thy hand. So there is a responsibility that we can see. If we see our lost friends, relatives, that they know, do not know the Lord, and... Uh, God is speaking to us to share God's word to them. And probably you don't, don't want to be rejected. But you have to keep on sharing. You have to, to do sharing to them. Amen? Even though you will receive rejection. And remember, you are not the one to be rejected. They're rejecting Christ if they reject you. Amen? You're, they're rejecting the message if they were going to do that. But we are asking the Lord that God will give them the understanding. God will open their hearts, soften their hearts to listen to us, to listen to God's word for them to know the life that is set before them. Amen? By God. So sometimes people... When we witness, um, sometimes we do some shock approach, right? Okay. What do you mean by shock approach? Tinatakot mo sila, di ba? If you will die today, <laughs> hope that you are not, okay? If you will die today, are you sure you're going to heaven? This is something a shock approach, okay? I don't want to die, but you know what? We don't know when, right? We are not God to know when we die, but we, we don't know. When we go to, to the cemetery, okay, we can see different sizes of tomb. It's not it's not same sizes. There's a baby, there's there's an adult, there's a you know, toddler who who passed away. So it's different sizes, different kind of age. So we are not sure of our life. That is Imminent. That, that is sure. Amen? That is sure. But the problem is, are you sure of going to heaven? That's the problem. You need to be sure of going to heaven. And the Lord Jesus Christ gave us His word, His gospel, for us to know the way, the truth, and the life, which is in Him. It's in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, we have to keep on sharing. Sharing the gospel. Secondly here, we know we are responsible because Christ said also. Amen? Christ said so. Matthew chapter 5 verse 13, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing but, it, but to cast out and to be trodden under the foot of man. So it's very important that our savor will not be loose. Amen? That our savor or our testimony will shine upon all men. That they will see 
that we have Christ in our hearts. In John chapter 15, verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches, he that abided in me, and I in him, the same bringeth more forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. You cannot reach these people without Christ. If we will rely on our strength, oh, we will do this planning, we will do this uh, uh, thing, a program, and everything, and without Christ on it, then it's nothing. It's nothing. We're not sharing our program, amen? We're not sharing our religion, but we're sharing our relationship to our God, our relationship to Christ, amen? And that is the most important, that they will know that they can have also relationship with Christ. We know we are responsible because Christ said so. We know we are responsible from Jesus' example. Amen. John chapter 1, verse 43. The day following Jesus would go forth into Galilee and find it. Philip, and say it unto him, follow me. Okay, we can see in, in this chapter that he called these disciples one by one. And they have that, that decision to follow Christ because they know he is the Messiah. They know that he is the one that he's, uh, they're waiting for. Okay? So, we can also, we know we are responsible also from the example of the New Testament Christians like Andrew, Philip, and Paul. This great man of God whom the Lord used during those times. Okay? Those times that they were in um, persecution. The church was very in big trouble, but they keep on keeping on. They, they share the gospel. We know that one of the greatest missionaries that ever lived is Paul. Amen? He experienced a lot of things. He experienced a lot of um, shipwreck, okay? Even imprisonment, but he never stopped sharing the gospel. Amen? He never stopped doing the work of the Lord. So that's the change that God has given to Apostle Paul. He was a persecutor of Christian before, but he experienced persecution when he became a Christian. But we know that he's happy. Amen? Even he, he is in the prison while uh, writing those uh, prison epistles. He was happy, encouraging the church to continue. Amen? In sharing the gospel. Okay? It's hard to be happy inside the prison. Amen? But you know what? Paul did that because he has Christ. He believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. We know also we are responsible because the cry from hell begs us to be. Luke chapter 16, verse 27. And he said, the rich man said, I pray thee. You know what? There's a prayer in hell. I pray thee. Therefore, Father... That thou wouldest send him. Okay, Lazarus. He wants Lazarus to, to, be, to, to be alive again. And warn his brethren. In verse uh, 28. For I have five brethren. That he may testify unto them. Lest they also come into this place of torment. You know what? Those people who went to hell right now. They are praying and begging. 
for their loved ones to know the Lord because of the experiences that they have in hell. The torment that they are experiencing, they don't want that torment to be experienced by their loved ones. So that's why the concern is here. They have to, uh, he wants to send Lazarus to warn his five brethren. But we know there, uh, Moses said here, or yeah, we can see that there's uh, prophets, okay? And preachers that can testify about our Lord Jesus Christ. And also here, we know we are responsible because the Heavenly Father rewards those who do win souls. There is a reward, amen? Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Amen? Matthew chapter 28, verse, 20, verse 19 to 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things and whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. James chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converted the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death, and shall hide a multitude of sins. Could you imagine how great these verses are? Okay? In winning souls for Christ. There's a wonderful reward. A recognition from the Lord. And we will see those faces. Amen? That will lead to Christ. Number three, a dynamic spirit. Are you still there? Dynamic spirit. A spirit of commitment. Okay? Our first point there, a spirit of commitment. As expressed by Jesus in his commitment to salvation, he identified himself with simple human. To die, be buried, and rise from the dead. He has that spirit of commitment until his death and resurrection. He continued his commitment, amen, in sharing his gospel. And we can see here the spirit of compassion. As I have said, he had that kind of compa compassion. It moved him. Amen? When we saw, he saw the multitude, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they were fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. And they said, then said, unto, uh, said he unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. So he was moved with compassion and discharged his life and controlled him. Compassion in us, God's love in us and through us. 
hope that we have that kind of compassion also to share the gospel to others as Christ did. Next thing, a spirit of cleansing. Jesus spent his entire ministry. What he did, he, he teach, amen, teaching, training, and exemplifying how the disciples were to live. Then before the last night of his crucifixion, he said to them, you are clean. You are clean. John chapter 13, verse 10, Jesus said unto them, he, he that is washed needed not save to wash his feet, but is clean every week. And ye are clean, but not all. Our spiritual lives are to be cleaned, amen? With no unconfessed sin. We know that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Amen? amen? Thank God for his cleansing. Thank God for his forgiveness. Amen? And we know that a, a dirty vessel or a dirty cup, we cannot use it, right? It should be cleaned first. Okay? So that's why the cleansing is very important. So that Christ, that God can use us mightily. So our spiritual life will need to be clean. Our personal relationships are to be clean. Our attitude, activities are to be clean from any negative spirit. We can have power when we are clean. Amen? We can have power when we are clean. Next, we have the spirit of control. Spirit of control. This is not human control, amen? Or mind control, but the Holy Spirit control. Jesus promised the Holy Spirit to empower us to witness. Amen? To empower us to witness. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. We need the Holy Spirit. Amen? That's why we need to pray and ask God for His leading. We cannot be a soul winner without the work of the Holy Spirit. For He illuminates the mind, stirs the hearts, and moves the will of the unbeliever. Okay? God can use your words, your lips, but you're not the one who do the saving. Amen? You're just an instrument of telling the good news, but you're not the one who saves. Amen? You don't have the power to save men, but only God can save a person. Amen. Amen? And He can use you. And by the Holy Spirit, He can speak to the hearts of that people or that person. They will know Christ. So the Holy Spirit indwells our spirit, fills our soul, and controls our bodies if we allow Him to do so. Right. Like these disciples did. They were controlled by the Holy Spirit. And God led them to, to places, to people. Amen? And we know that if they're ready to, to, to listen to God's word, then they're so recipient 
of God's word. Or they are going to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Ano oras na po? It's 12. Right? Last! Amen. Last. na ako. Okay, so a victorious personal witness. A victorious personal witness. Jesus will, notice this word, make you soul winner. Jesus will make you soul winner. If you follow Jesus, then Jesus will make you a soul winner. Being able to witness to the redeeming grace of God in Christ is a very is a victory every Christian ought to know. You know what? If you won one soul for Christ, you know what? The whole host of heaven they were rejoicing about it. Amen? One soul that accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior, the whole host of heaven rejoicing about that one soul. It's very important. Amen? The question is, did you share? Have you experienced sharing the gospel to others? Sharing to your friends? Sharing to your um, co-workers? Sharing to maybe some of your bosses? Okay? I know that sometimes it's hard to, to share the gospel, isn't it? Most especially in this place. But you know what? In the Philippines, it's easy to share, right? Truly, the, the, the hand of the Lord and uh, the people there are very receptive about the Word of God. But because of the influences here, because of a lot of things, sometimes it's hard. It's hard to share. But we know we have some avenues, we have some you know, ways, amen? God has given us uh, things to do for us to share God's word. In our church, we are so blessed to have our nursing home ministry. Yesterday, uh, they have the wonderful time, amen? I believe that uh, sharing the gospel to these um, elderly, those people there, okay? It's just a tremendous ministry of our church because they will know the love of God in their lives. And most of them, uh, most of the time when we went there, uh, they were always accepting Christ, amen? Receiving Christ as their Lord and personal Savior of their life. So what a tremendous blessing to share the gospel. In our teens also, um, lately we, they have uh, what we call tracks distribution in um, various places, okay, in the park. So we praise and thank God for that. We have our online streaming, amen? We don't know who is watching right now. Maybe some of them are unbelievers that they watch the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, that they watch the preaching of God's word, amen? That they will know the, the way to go to heaven. And we can use also that platform in sharing the gospel. That's why our live streaming is still here, amen? Because we want to reach people to Christ. Okay, and we know that it is that is not our excuse to go to church, amen. Mm -hmm. But if uh, hinders us physically, then you know we have that avenue to be still in the spirit of worship. So there are a lot of ways, amen. And I believe in us here we have also some referrals. 
okay? Whom we know, our neighbors, okay? Whom um, we know in our lives. And if there's any opportunity, we can share also the gospel to them. We can also use our Bible study to invite people to come to Christ. Amen? Invite someone to Christ. So we have a lot of avenues. Okay? But, also, but sometimes it's hard to, to, to invite people. But keep on inviting them until they come. So that's the encouragement. We have to keep on keeping on. Amen? And also we have the avenue for our missionary in sharing the gospel. So we always emphasizing every time our missionary did a great work in their ministry. There are a lot of souls been saved, amen? And we are having that part on, on their ministry. So that's a blessing also. And we can also share the gospel to our family, amen? In our inner family. So we can share the gospel to them, okay? Sometimes there's a joke, okay? If you cannot win them, you have to produce them. <laughs> so, family mo anak mo na, di ba? So, you can, you can easily share the gospel to them because they don't have choice, amen? They need to listen, okay? So, that's one way that we are growing, man, biologically. So, this is what the church, church needs today, Amen? To be witnessing by means of life and lips. Life and lips. Our testimony and the word of God. And God will use our lips. The word of God we have. Okay. And it needed to have a Christian walk with him. And we have to work for God. So the church needs to reach inward and outward at the same time. The words of Jesus are still real for us today. Amen? Amen. It's still powerful. Right. If we allow, or if we follow him, he will make us fishers of men. Fishers of men. And truly, uh, what a blessing to be of use of God. Uh, when I was in the Philippines, um, I shared uh, the gospel to, to some of the young people there. And... I'm so happy to see them grow in Christ. And some of them are pastors right now. Okay? And one of our missionaries there at the back, uh, we've been supporting him. Okay? Um, several of our missionaries, I shared, them, uh, I shared um, the gospel to them, and they, you know, doing a great work in their ministry right now. So what a blessing to see them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a joy, amen, for you to know that there's someone who followed Christ because God used you. God used you in sharing the gospel. Do you want to experience that joy, amen? Do you want to experience that wonderful um, saving knowledge of God to these people? then will you commit yourselves to him and to that goal in sharing the gospel. Just simply share the, the gospel to us, hand the gospel to us, to them. I have something here for you to read. Maybe you can read it at 
whenever you are not busy. Okay, uh, if you have time, I can explain it to you. Then we have to start talking, amen, about God, sharing the gospel to these people. We know that we are responsible. God has given us the opportunity to share His gospel, His gospel, and I know that you are doing that, amen, sharing the gospel. But we need an encouragement to God not to stop sharing His gospel. So, hope that this message gives us something this morning, amen? amen? That we need to share the gospel of God. The good news of salvation. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for this morning. Thank you, Lord, for your precious word that we studied today. I pray, Lord, that the challenge uh, now, O oh Lord God, is for us to follow thee. And uh, help us, O oh Lord, to decide and we know that when we decide to follow thee, then you have a great, great task, O oh Lord God, and a wonderful things to be experienced, O oh God, in following thee, most especially in winning this um, lost souls. And um, maybe one of your reasons, Lord, Lord God, that's why you are not coming yet, O oh Lord, because you want to save more souls you want to you want people to experience the salvation experience the life of being saved from eternal punishment thank you God for your life the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross for us in John chapter 14 verse 6 and Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Lord, you are the only way. You are the truth. And you are the life, O oh Lord. So, if there's anyone here, if there anyone, O oh Lord, who listens, who are watching, who doesn't have the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray, O oh God, that you speak to them, O Lord, and they will experience also what we experience when we receive you as our Lord and personal Savior. First, they need to realize that they are sinners. They, they, they are bound to hell. They're sinners. They come short of the glory of God. And they need to repent, O Lord God, of their sin. We know that your forgiveness is there, O Lord. And they need to receive Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. By faith and your grace, they will receive the gift of life. Thank you, Lord, for this time. And thank you, Lord, for your people who are listening today. Pray, Lord, that you will bless their lives. And while you're praying, I would like to call Pastor Sam. Continue our invitation.